0: really excited about what we're going to bring to you tonight. Uh, I'm Paul Shurek. Besides being the pastor of Faith Christian Church here in Boston, I also lead an organization called the Northern Christian Alliance, and that's who's coming to you tonight. Uh, We exist to pray for Wisconsin, to pray for the land of the north, and, and to help bring God's cause to people. I've got my friend Randy Brandt here tonight. Randy is a physician's assistant, uh, local medical facility here. Welcome, Randy. Thank you, thank you. Um, Thanks for inviting me. It's a a pleasure to be here and I think we've got an interesting topic to talk about tonight. I think we do too. Tonight we are going to talk about one of the big issues that I think is really important. It's certainly important politically and we see it in the news all the time and that is the issue of immigration and border security and what kind of life do we want to live here in our country? And so when you mention the word immigration, that's kind of t- tame. You talk about border security and immediately people are thinking, okay, we need to, or we don't need to, and we have all kinds of things going on. Um, so I, I think that tonight, what would, I, what, what would be important for me to think about immigration, border security, can we believe, can we focus on the things we hear on the news, what should, what should we be doing? And, and we're not, just so you know, we're not gonna give you a political solution here tonight. No. That, that's not where I wanna go. What I do wanna try to do is if, if you're a Christian, what should you be thinking about this? No. No. Obviously you should let your values influence how you vote, and, and that's really important, but, but backing away from the voting, backing away from the news, our country really does have a crisis going on right now. And, and what are we as Christians going to do about it? Right. Right. And, and immigration is a big deal and border security. And, and, and there's so much that happens with all yeah, that. So, yeah.
1: So, you know, it's, it's like one of the first questions that I, that I would have as far as like the, the security, you know, mm-hmm. it's that's one of the, yeah. is it the border wall or, you know, how,
0: to what extent do we go with the security? Yes. that's really good. And I've thought about this so many times and, and, you know, you know, build the wall or open the borders and, mm-hmm. The truth is uh, my wife and I were ministering in the country of Switzerland a couple of years ago and and they were watching the news and and their comment was, you know, it's not a big deal. Every country secures their borders. Mm -hmm. That's that's just expected. So I don't know why it would be wrong for you to secure your border Mm -hmm. and and I would say that, that, that is just kind of an obvious thing. If, if we, th- if anyone thinks that it's wrong to secure a border, then, then technically it would be wrong for me to lock my door at night right? because right, yeah. I secure my border. Yeah, I don't yeah. want, I don't want somebody unwanted into my house that I don't know is coming or I don't know who they are. So as a country, it's, it's perfectly fine and a good thing to have security on our border. And, and I think that that's just obvious. That's not really the problem that I want to address. Okay. I think that security is really important, but but why is it such a crisis? And what do we do about it? The, the politicians evidently are not making this happen. No. And, no. and it's really unfortunate. Okay. But you know, what do we do about it? Uh, you know, what I hear, all kinds of things that are alarming on both sides. I think the politicians are in a, a reactionary stalemate. You know, yeah. somebody promote, proposes we're building a wall, I say, well, let's open the borders or let's build a bigger wall and get bigger guns and keep people out, and I say, well, let's sneak everybody in the world into America, and it's just a reactionary match. Right. Nobody's making sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not proposing a political solution, a border solution, but we think we do have a little bit of a people solution. Uh, you know, people get villainized and that's concerning to me, you know, somebody comes into America, whether across the border, uh, of course they should follow the rules. Uh, Of course it should be done the right way. But why, why are they, why are they coming across the border? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and what are they there? And are they all there because they want to come and destroy our life or take away our privileges? I don't think so, I, I remember being in India when I was a young man on a missions trip and we, get, we went to this village, they call it, there were hundreds of thousands of people there, but it was a village and we were surrounded by a bunch of little kids and, and the, the person that took us there said these kids have never seen a white-skinned person before. And so they thronged us, there were hundreds of them, a school uh-huh. had just gotten out. And they came up and they were begging for us and at first I'm thinking, oh, they're begging for money, yeah. I, there's no way I can help them. And they said, no, we don't want money. We would like something from America. Yeah. They said, do you have a pen, a pencil, a paperclip, yeah. yeah. uh, a coin, a stamp? Mm-hmm. And I said, "What? why would you want that? And this, this was the story. They said, in this country, we have no hope. We'll never leave. We know that. Wow. But even if I never get to America, if I have a coin, I can hold that coin and think somewhere in the world, there is hope. Yeah. Somewhere there is a place where there is hope. So what I'm saying is a lot of those people on the other side of the border hoping to get to our country are people like that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I'm sure among the throngs that come to our border, there's bad guys. I'm sure a lot of that happens. But the vast majority of them are people who don't have hope. And they look at us and they think of that Statue of Liberty and they think that's the place I can have they're hope. Searching for a better life. Yeah. You know, we're, and, we are a land of yeah, immigrants. And, yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. And who wouldn't want that? Right. You know, if, if our kids were hungry and we were in terrible poverty and there was no way we could ever see changing that for us or them, we'd want to change something. So should they follow the rules? Absolutely. We're not saying come across the border illegally. I'm just saying, I think we need to detangle the fact that these people on our borders trying to commit are not all bad people. As a Matter of fact, I'm sure most of them are very good people Mm -hmm. that are hopeless that wish they could have a new life. My prayer, and I think that's something we should all pray for: is that our politicians would come up with a reasonable solution you know, and then, that would keep security and let them come. And then, why are the why are the immigrants why are they coming illegally in the, in the first place? Yeah,
1: the, it, does, it takes some years, if not decades, to yeah. to yeah. get the um, permissioner to be allowed to, right. to have citizenship. You know,
0: there's a, the, it's an expensive process. Yeah. And it's, and it's long and drawn Very up. difficult, I think. And, and so I think that that's a great thing to pray. We're a prayer organization. You want to pray for something, pray that our politicians would just quit the dumb fighting and say, let's come up with a real solution. Let's yeah. have border security and come up with a reasonable way for people to get into our country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, but, you know, that, that brings up another thing about the whole issue, and that is um, everyone likes their way of life. You know, so here we are, we're in Wisconsin. We're, yeah. we're not on the Texas border of Mexico no, no, and, no. and no. you know, maybe you, but I've never seen the border of Mexico. No. And, and I don't know what it looks like. I, I would say that all of us like the way we live and where we live. Right. You know, if, if I, in a, two, in a year period, had all my neighbors change, And my neighborhood went from a nice, friendly place to a place where no one even speaks the language I speak, and there's bad stuff going on, and there's crime happening, and Mm -hmm. my stuff gets stolen. I'm a pretty unhappy person with my new neighborhood. Oh, absolutely. And so it's—I think that that's probably happening in mass on our border right now, where people are saying, "Hey, we used to have a nice life here. Now it's a zoo." And
1: and what are we going to do? What are we going to do about it? So
0: they're saying, "Hey, we got to do something," and then the political machine gets stuck together and it doesn't help. So I think that's, I think that's an important also thing to again, pray that we would have a good solution. Um, uh, but you know, even, you know, even beyond that, you know, to think, when we think about what Jesus would want me to do, I'm not on the border. I'm not a politician. Mm -hmm. I don't have any real influence there. But one thing that you have to think about is that, uh, what would Jesus look at somebody who's poor, hopeless, maybe homeless, or just having a lousy life? And desperate. And desperate. And so how would he want me to treat them? And, you know, I thought about this scripture a while back. I thought, you know, I looked at some of these pictures of people on the border and, you know, I thought, you know, uh, Jesus said once in Matthew 25, you know, uh, I was hungry, you didn't feed me. I was homeless, you didn't take me in. So I'm not in a position to make those decisions right but I don't want to prejudge people in my heart and say these people trying to get into our country are somehow all bad and I'm villainizing them um, I want to pray for them right and, yeah. and and hope that and and be thankful for God's mercy for us giving us the nice life we have and think you know there's got to be a better solution right. and we just don't want to villainize them I, I right. think that and I see that happening and and I know Christians don't mean it Right, right. They just get their information from from hyper sourced media that likes to start a fight,
1: right, right, and and, the, 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 um, and sensationalized, you yes. know, with with certain yep. certain aspects. And you know what what gets suppressed is is um, like if if there's a crime that happens, it happens to be an immigrant or an yeah. illegal immigrant. That's going to get more more press more right. airtime than what are those there's those that, that come, have come over and are doing doing good. yeah, are doing good things yeah. for the country, too. Yeah, and
0: it's, it's, it's all to make a political point. Mm-hmm. And so is it true? Sure it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there bad people that come across our border illegally? Should people not do it? Of course that's true. But it's not the whole truth. Right. And so, uh, again, pray, vote your values, but realize that you can't chart a Christian experience from a political background. Uh, you follow Jesus. You don't follow the political rhetoric. And, yep. and I, had a, I had an interesting experience once. This was years ago, and there was a real, there was a real hot political thing that was being proposed in our country, and it was very controversial. So I went to a. It was like a town hall hearing on the issue. I just thought I'd go, and they uh, had a register. Mm-hmm. So in registering, they picked numbers, and there were like. 800 people at this town hall. Well, they picked my number. Would you like to speak? So I, I spoke. I do not think I said anything important. Right. I got done. You got three minutes. I got done. So we're leaving the hall. We're walking outside, my wife and I. And uh, all of a sudden, all these people came up to me and said, Hey, Pastor. And I thought, "I do I know you? <laughs> oh, no, we know you. And uh, you really spoke well. And, you know, we'd like you to consider coming and speaking at some. And I, and I, you know, I was a little naive and I'm thinking, I don't know you. What, what, what's the deal here? And, and it, what it turned out to be were these people were some type of mover shaker people with a certain political agenda. And they saw or thought that I could speak and they thought, Hey, if we can get this guy lined up with us, you know, there's a political, there's political gain here. I think that's what they were thinking, I, I don't know, because I went home and I thought about it, and you know what I really felt like? I mean, I'm a pastor, I'm a Christian first, then I'm a pastor, but and then I'm an American, in that order, really, for me. But but the thing is, I thought about that, and I thought, you know, these guys wanna tie Jesus up in a three-legged race with their party, and and I, he, he's not running that race. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean that Jesus and what he wants doesn't sometimes align with certain political agendas. Because sure. certainly it does. Yeah. Certainly, you know, there's, there's rights and privileges that Jesus would say, I stand for that. Right. And then whatever party, whatever political persuasion latches onto that, well, yeah, they're walking with God. Right. But five minutes later, they may walk in another direction. Sure. And they want Jesus to go with them. And he's not always going there. And and that's my whole point for all these broadcasts. You can't just tie Jesus up with one persuasion and say, okay, so I'm this, so that's where Jesus is now. Because Jesus might not always be there. Of course, God wants people to follow rules. God expects law and order. Of course that's true. But he also values the poor, the underprivileged, the broken, yeah. and and people that literally are fleeing for their lives should be given refuge in some way and not turned away. Right. That's not a political statement. That's that's a Jesus statement. Sure. That that's that's the whole purpose of all of this. Is I I hope we can inspire people to think a little clearer, more clearly. Yeah. Well, and so nice. uh, a couple of other uh, thoughts that. I think are important is that when we, when we think about this whole matter, uh, a, a couple of things are important. I prayed about this a lot and I thought about it. and I'm just not sure, I, I'm not confident that this is gonna end as well as we think. And I think there's a lot of factors here. I, I think part of the downside of human nature likes to fight. No. Um, and okay. we we like to feel that one group is better than another, whether that's race, religion, ethnic background, nationality. Yeah. We're it's us it's and it's them. us and them. And yeah. and I, and I think I think right now the politics and the media are feeding yeah. that. They're not yeah. trying to put it away. They're they're building on it. Sure. And and I don't think Christians should. Right. And I and I pray, you know, whatever you think about border security, whatever you think about this whole issue of immigration. I hope if you're a Jesus follower, that you can love people, that you can love people, that it's not these people versus us people. We're all just people. Yes. We're, we're blessed with this country. We have every right to defend it, to, to preserve it, to try to keep a good way of life. Absolutely. But we all at some point came here from somewhere. Right. Right. Um, and, and people like, you know, people, we like that. But now that we have it, it it's, it's. I don't know that it's going to get better. Um, you know, I thought of, I I shouldn't say I don't know if it's going to get any better. I'm just, I'm praying that it gets better, but I don't think the solution is that easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, whether thought it, be, of, yeah, go whether ahead. it be a
1: wall or whether it be just yeah. additional
0: security. Yeah, I mean, we could, we could secure a border. Yeah. I mean, that can happen, yeah. but that doesn't solve the problem. And, and this, and it leads into that. And I, I did some research a while back and I just reconfirmed it now that uh, it doesn't seem like it makes sense, but America's birth rate right now is lower than it's ever been in our history. And here's how they rate it. And I, I don't know this, but okay. I looked it up. <laughs> for, every, for every thousand women of childbearing age in America, they group them together. They rate how many live births are there in our country versus those thousand women of childbearing age. Sure. Uh, it's always been in our history two, three, or more every yeah. year, yeah. and that over two, two plus two point like five is sustainable population level. Okay. Right now we're about at one point six, and many parts, the coastal areas of our country, the New York and, and northeastern and California and Oregon are like less than one. Yeah. yeah. So what does that mean? We're in a population decline of natural born citizens. Mm-hmm. That means that if we're going to keep America just the way it is and we're losing our people, Right. have got to come from our, somewhere. Yeah, we lose our production. Yeah, we lose, we lose, our, lose everything. So to say that, you know, people are going to, it, it w- we have to have people. Right. And if we're not raising them, if we're not birthing them, and we've got this giant structure that's working, that's, I read five articles before I came to them. They were all about Japan and Europe and all these countries. Their concern is the same. They have great economies, okay. but not enough people to keep them moving. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're we're facing that, and and so in a very real way, allowing people to immigrate, to do it right, to do it so it's not a ten-year process, right. but to allow them to do it so there there is safety screening, security screening, but still allow that could actually be. I hope to work. I was going to
1: say, isn't it like initially it's like a, like a um, more of a burden. Like if there's too much immigration initially, isn't there a a burden on the economy, but then over time as the production,
0: it, as people become um, more productive in certain jobs and that it helps the economy long term. Absolutely. I mean, we have to have people to work and and I think in the, one of the articles I read about Europe is, I mean, they're at like a 30% level now of immigrant workers Mm -hmm. just to sustain their economy. That's Germany. Uh, France and England is really close. Wow. So they, they can't hire enough workers there, aren't there. America's moving toward that. Sure. I mean, you see signs help wanted everywhere yeah, right. uh, and, and our economy's doing good, but eventually, so all that I'm saying about that is that there are some built-in factors here. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, you know, you, you, can, you can build the wall, but can we find a way to reasonably welcome people into our country in a secure way yeah. Uh, in a realistic way that doesn't make it impossible, right. uh, that allows them to be citizens that they can be proud of their country instead of embarrassed that they snuck in here illegally, right. there's gotta be a way. Yep. And yep. and so that's my prayer for all of this. And, and for us as people individually, to, to really think about the fact that, you know, people are watching us. Mm-hmm. And when I say people, I'm talking about, you know, I'm a pastor, there, I, I think just in the last number of two months, I've met three people who come to our church, gave their life to Christ, and who were atheists. I mean, they, they were no church background, don't believe in God, and came enough times to realize, hey, there's more to consider, and they made a, some great decisions of faith. Those people, before they come to church, they're watching Christians. Right, right. And they might not be believers in Jesus, but they can read, mm-hmm. and they know they know that he said things like love one another, uh, if somebody asks for your shirt, give them your coat also. Prove it. Yeah. yeah. So they know that he said that. Yeah. And then they see us chanting, shouting with angry faces. These people get them out of our country. Right. And it just doesn't send the message we want to send yeah. again. Great follow the rules. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Have secure borders. <laughs> we, d- we have to have secure right, borders. Right. Nobody wants to live next to yeah. a, an open door where anybody can come into your house. You're you not sleeping in a house it. like right, that. Right. So it's all good, but, but let's not Christians. This is my real thing. Let's not get sucked into the media, uh, polarized, angry arguments, always mad at somebody. Let's offer peace. Let's offer Jesus and vote your values. But you know, if you're not in a position to really influence the political yeah. realm, just love people, mm-hmm. pray for yeah. them, yeah. and and realize that you know somebody has a different way of life. They speak a different language than me. You know, I don't know, but my my ancestors about five generations ago came here from Bohemia. Yeah. Uh, two generations after they came, they were still speaking Bohemian. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. so so that 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 could have been seen as well why you know, what's the matter with you? There's just gotta be a better way than hate. And that's what we're appealing to you to do.
1: You know, and, and you know, you speak of voting and that like in not in not listening to the media you know, the media as much. How do you how do you do the research? How do you yeah. how do you get the the yeah. information? That's really good, and Randy. You hear so much about like the that's a terrible fa- question. The <laughs> <you hear>, answer <laughs> you hear so much about fake news, and you hear so much about
0: so you have to use multiple sources. You do, and you have to. It's it's really tough. Uh, you know, to me, this is just me. Everybody's going to have a different yeah. thing. Um, I don't think there's an ideal political candidate. I do think that every person ought to categorize what values are really important to me and my faith and what could I with good conscience say yes to. And, and I would start on the top of that list. And one one of the things we're going to broadcast about in our future, I would like to, is just the respect for all human life. That's really important to me. Uh, and so that would be a big value on my thing. So would, um, you know, economy is important, but, I don't I don't want to elect somebody that can give me a good economic outcome and put into place values that would destroy other people's lives mm-hmm. I, and that, that's not I don't want I'd rather not do that right I don't know that there's an easy answer but I think you can look at people you can do things like instead of the rhetoric look at their record sure anybody can say things yeah. so what's the record yeah. what have they done? What have they voted for? What have they accomplished? Not just what do they get on, on the TV and say what you want talk to talk about, yeah, you know, you and yeah. yeah. So what have they actually done? And then if I like what they've done, that aligns with my values. Okay. I'm good with that. Okay. And the problem with that is you're never going to, Jesus isn't running for office <laughs> and so you're not going to find somebody that's perfect. Exactly. And uh, so yeah. it's, it, it, and, and that's, you know, important because mm-hmm. I can vote for somebody and say, you know, this is the best of what I think we have here. Yeah. And I'm gonna vote for them yeah. because that's yeah. my privilege as an American. And it, but it doesn't have to be Jesus, but just because I voted for them, I don't have to say, well, they're perfect right. because they're not, No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, as, as much as I might like <laughs> them, they're, they're, they're not, and that's okay. Right. Uh, we're not, we're not electing uh, the bishop or the overseer or the pastor, we're electing a political leader who we hope is gonna guide our country the best it can be guided under the circumstances. Yeah. But it's it's not easy, uh, but that's what I would do. I would just make a priority list of, you know, what's really important to me, and then I wanna vote based on that. And And immigration, you know, frankly, to me, how about a reasonable compromise? How mm-hmm. about come up with something that would work? It just right. can't it's, be that hard. It's obviously a broken system, though. It's, too. it's, it's, it's broken. A, yeah, because yeah, you got one side. You know, it's just yeah. like I said. It's instead of saying, you know, why don't we come together? It's like, well, you said this. Well, now we're going to overreact yeah. on the other side, yeah. right. and the chasm just keeps getting wider. Right. Meanwhile, millions of people coming into our country illegally the wrong way, yeah. embarrassed. Uh, and and have to live a basically underground life, yeah. and it just wouldn't have to be that way. Yeah, right. And that's not mine to fix, but I do challenge all of you who are listening, uh, our goal as Christians is to love people. Our goal as Americans is to vote and act wisely and responsibly. Mm-hmm. Hate helps no one. no one. No, Helps no one. Um, and if, you know, my old saying is, if you can't say something good, Don't say anything at all, you know? And that's, unfortunately for me, a lot of times when political discussions start, that's just, that's just about what can be said sometimes. It's like, you know, there's just, there's just not a side I can, not a lot I can say here without walking away feeling like I should have shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you make enemies out of people. And I see that all the time, you know, people that could be friends end up fighting over issues that we have no power to control at all. Right, right. I'm, you know, it's outside of my control. The other thing is to realize that, you know, until you've walked in, as I said, everyone's sandals, you know, or, yeah. or moccasins, you, you just you just can't appreciate, you know, like we can talk about, oh, you know, everybody should be welcomed and all of that. But, yeah. you know, I, I watched an interview with a farmer who lived on the border and he said, you know, we used to put out water and food for people that would come across the border because we knew they would do it They yeah. would just once in a while. And he said, now it's not safe to live in our farm oh. uh, every night our sheds are torn open uh, that, you know, he said our animals get killed and slaughtered. Wow. And he said, it's not safe. Yeah. So regardless of what you think about mm-hmm. the issue, yeah. if you're that man, you want to build that wall. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's not a bad thing. Right, right. So yeah. so there's issues here. And, and I think Jesus would just rather us be a little more understanding mm-hmm. and then, you know, actually do something about politics instead of just fight about it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's our uh, thing. And uh, looks like we might have a question here. All right. Well, I'm not finding the question, so. All right, let's see it. Here we go. Do you have a few briefing, brief talking points that we might address to our legislators from a Christian lens regarding immigration reform? Well, that's a really good <laughs> question. A... I don't know that I'm smart enough to answer that one. You wanna go for that, uh, Randy? I don't know. Um, I... Uh, talking points. If I had to talk to my legislators, occasionally I get to because I, I'm involved in organizations that will take me on a state level, not a national okay. one. But if I did, I would say reasonable solutions fighting is helping no one uh no matter what party you're at both sides of our political persuasion have points security is important so is the ability to let people come to our country in a reasonable way they've got to stop the, the the polarized fighting the defensive unwillingness to be reasonable it's got to be some give. It's got to be some give. Sides. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually talk yeah. about solutions. I don't think. I I don't think at this point. They lose as many votes as they think if they'd say, "You know what? I'm willing to talk to you about coming right. up with right. a sli- solution. I think they'd win votes. Yes, yes. But but they don't believe that. No. They they think that in order for me to win my my constituency, I'm going to have to drive that with hate speech or or crazy radical ideas to, you know, not have any more borders and just make it one happy world. And, and you know, these things are absurd. So I, that would be a question that uh, I, I don't have talking points would be reasonable solutions uh, come up with, there's gotta be a way to have a fairly secure uh, process of getting people into our country. And uh, beyond that, I don't know, do your best. And uh, so, uh, let's see if we have any more questions. Yeah, I'm not seeing questions. Some people watching us here tonight. Uh, One thing that we are planning to do is we're going to uh, save this recording uh, we'll put it on a podcast setting at some point, and we'll let you know where we're going to do that in the future. We have a number of other area issues we're going to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about the respect for all human life issue, and, and that's a huge deal because that's another very polarizing argument. But I, I think that one's a little easier to get to a solution for uh, we're going to talk about sexuality in our country. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. What, what about all this confusion in our mm-hmm. nation? What What should Christians really be thinking about sure. that? Um, and again, not so many political solutions right. to these, but there are spiritual solutions. And
1: they're not they're not easy topics to no. talk about, but it's it's no.
0: it's good to to talk about them and, and focus on your faith through these discussions. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and that that's where it all started. With uh, the reason I asked Randy to join me today is uh, last summer uh, it, it was. Exciting experience, and they uh Randy and I got to do a little mountain biking together. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I don't know who who did what, but he came along with me to do some mountain biking. And other than a small injury, where yeah. we were all okay. We're okay. And uh, on Randy's... the way back, Randy had just some really honest questions yeah. about some of the issues that are in our society. And it just dawned on me, you know, Randy's part of our church, he's a friend, yeah. all of that. But I think there's a lot of people with those questions, yeah. and and no. these really aren't Sunday morning sermon topics. No. It's not that I'm afraid to talk about and
1: them. And I'm afraid just, to ask them, though, yeah, too. Yeah, and people yeah. are afraid to ask, because, yeah.
0: well, uh, am I gonna be stupid? Yeah. Am, am I on the wrong side? What, what do I think? Right. But it, even as a pastor, you know, I, I don't wanna take Sunday after Sunday dealing with current events, build the wall, this issue, that issue. Right. Uh, because like I said, there are people out there, like we just mentioned, these atheist mm-hmm. kids, yeah. they come to church, they hear about Jesus hearing about immigration is not getting them to Jesus right hearing about his cross will get them to Jesus right. so I want to focus on that on Sundays but these things do need to be talked about right. Right. and this so if you have questions you have topics you'd like us to address this would be a great thing put them on our website or our, our Facebook page say hey why not talk about this and we'll consider it and uh I don't know Randy you got anything else you want to say
1: no thank you for joining us and I appreciate your time and and um Look forward to another conversation.
0: Yeah, Yeah. awesome. Thank you again for joining us and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.